Welcome to Hearth to Hearth, a home for sensitive souls, sparking self-discovery and belonging through the healing power of warm-hearted conversations. I'm Jessica. And I'm Janelle. What began as voice notes between two friends navigating life and motherhood has blossomed into a podcast and community. Join us each week as we ask the question, how can we come home to ourselves? Our conversations are filled with deep feelings, vulnerability, empathy, and a dose of laughter. So cozy up with some tea and gather around the hearth for warm-hearted conversations that will leave you feeling inspired and less alone. Welcome to Hearth to Hearth. Hi, Janelle. Welcome, everybody. Hi. Hi. (sighs) It's good to be here. Really good to be here. I'm excited to get into evening and nighttime. Me too. It's part of our rhythm series. Me too. I'm super curious though. It's been like to pull back the curtain a little bit. We recorded um, morning and midday last week and now we're recording our evening and night episode. I'm just kind of curious, like have you put anything in practice that we were talking about or how's the rhythms going for you in real life? Yeah, so the past couple of weeks since we first recorded the first two, I have been really trying to focus on meal times and actually trying to eat lunch because that's some that is what I miss a lot of the time. I really have not, I don't do very well about eating a big lunch. So I've been really trying to do that and same with breakfast. I have been trying to get up a little earlier and thankfully the night weaning process is almost like I'm getting more sleep than I've gotten in two and a half years. Oh my gosh. However, that came right after two weeks of no sleep at all. So actually in this past week, I'm seeing more of a vision of what could be a future in the morning time. Nice. Instead of waking up so tired and just clinging on to like every last bit of sleep that I've basically been doing for like four and a half years, you know? So yeah. it's, I don't know. <laughs> I think I'll have to to reimagine it all over again. I'd really love to add in some kind of spiritual practice in the morning, like a meditation that where I'm not just like laying down and listening to a meditation, mm-hmm. but like something where I'm doing some breath work, where I'm meditating a little bit. I really want to try to um, – just use meditation as a way to help me focus. I've been having trouble focusing and I think I need to do something like meditation to help me focus. And then that'll help the rest of the day for me to keep on the daily rhythm because I'll remember, okay, you know, what's next? What's next? Yeah. What about you? I feel like I had a stretch of like really finding some flow with this and then same, this past week has been so busy. It's kind of all gone out the window. But one thing I have been was feeling really helpful. I'm going to return to um, was really being intentional about my mornings, and this is all going to change because school is starting next week. But like trying to carve out a little space in the morning prior to 10 a.m., like just having the pace of that time feel a little bit slower, mm-hmm. and to like slow down and to like burn some blessing herbs and to maybe put some nice music on while we're eating breakfast and to not be like checking my email while I'm making the kids breakfast and like doing all the multitasking. It's like, I'm not actually getting anything done when I do that. (laughs) So it's like, make the kids be really intentional, like make our breakfast, sit and eat breakfast. And then like 
choose a time where I'm like, okay, now I'm beginning my work day and check my email. Because those lines get so blurred when you work from home. Yeah. And you have a flexible schedule, which I am so beyond grateful for. But it takes kind of like discipline and practice to create those boundaries. And so that's just kind of been an area that I'm focusing on and being really intentional about. Um, And I've been noticing a difference the days that I do it. Then I feel really good the rest of the day versus when I fall back into that like really like multitasking, hectic feeling in the morning. It doesn't set me up to feel very good, you know, going forward for the rest of the day. So that's just kind of what I've been thinking about. But yeah, well, that also comes back to focusing. Like, if yeah, you can't, you're right. if you're multitasking, then you're not really sitting with whatever you're doing and your mind is just in a million different places. And that kafa time of day is actually a really good time of day to take advantage of like the slow yeah. quality of the mo- I love the morning so much. I do too. Like, I just, there's nothing better. If it's a slow morning, if it's a crazy morning, like I don't know, yeah, it's like the worst thing ever. But um, I love the morning too because the, I my energy is highest in the morning. Like right. that's when I feel most clarity. And I, this is not I know this is not everybody. Like some of us are night people, some of us are morning people. But I yeah, I my I feel the most clarity in the morning. I feel the most like grounded in the morning. And so it's like really trying to sink into that and feel it, and then be able to click ride that for the rest of the day and have that kind of carry me for the rest of the day versus just kind of like bulldozing over that and just beginning my day. So yeah, it's been really, it's been a cool practice to, to kind of like, at least even the days that they feel inaccessible, um, to be more aware about these rhythms and these different parts of the day. So I'm really excited to get into the evening. Yeah. So let's get into it. Last time we, we, um, we left off in kind of the afternoon period, that yeah. two to four period. So maybe we could start from that point on, like that four p.m. kind of. Or what time is it for you? Yeah. Per- that, is it that four would be for perfect, you? Perfect, because it's four. My the next um, kind of portion of the day in the wheel of the day starts at four p.m. Okay. Do you want to start with that with your portion? Yeah, I would love to. And it goes from four to ten. Yes. Okay. So this is sunset evening time. Um, and the, in the wheel of the day, wheel of the year, it corresponds with 4 to 10 p.m. Um, it is related to the water element, to the fall season, to the wise woman archetype, and to the waning moon. And this is really a point in the day for us where we can start to shift from doing to being. I love thinking about it that way. and. It's interesting. I know we talked a little bit about this last week that sometimes our lives don't always fit into these time frames, like 4 p.m. Many of us are working before 4 p.m., um, but just kind of being aware of that time to start to, to shift a little bit in this sunset portion of the day. And we really have an opportunity here to, to kind of help ourselves. We talked a lot about sleep in the sleep um, hygiene episode, but this is kind of the time of day where we can start to downshift a little bit from that really busy, productive midday time to start to like come into a more grounded yin feeling. And we can use herbs and practices to help us make that shift. And so I've been, one thing I really like to do is to around 4 p.m. 
have some kind of like a ritual or a tea or something that helps to start to shift that energy. So like Tulsi's coming to mind right now is like such a nice tea to have, like as you're kind of starting to make that shift. Um, or any kind of like Nervine tea can really help to come into this more um kind of calm, grounded part of the day. And it's also really a time for us to kind of like release, like just let to let start letting go of the day and come to this like release place. And so it's also around dinner time. So again, as I was talking about our mornings and trying to be like intentional about mornings and not having to be this multitasking, I'm really working on that with like dinner time too. And so like how can we still have things to do in the evening, but how can we approach those things with a different mindset than we were approaching them from our midday tasks? So can, you know, dinner time be like, have some nice music on and I'm drinking a tea. And again, I'm not multitasking and I'm kind of like feeling like a relaxation, letting go vibe and cooking us a really nourishing meal or coming around the dinner table together to eat a meal together. This is also a really great time since it is the water element to connect with water in some way. So whether that's shower or the kids' bath time or, you know, if you were able to get out and go for a swim in nature, that would be like amazing. Um, creating a home vibe that feels really like nourishing and homey and loving can feel really good to that time. Ending your workday, like have being really clear. I've been working on this, like being really clear about, okay, this is the end of my workday. Sometimes though, like I see an opportunity like to fit a few more things in, but again, trying to do it from a different mindset and being like, I'm going to do these things and then close out my day. Um, and then coming into a place of gratitude, I think can be really, really, um, transformative in this portion of the day and feeling really grateful because I think that like tired fried feeling that we were talking about in that like two to four window can just kind of like carry through all the way to bedtime sometimes. And so shifting into this space of kind of like nourishment and gratitude and relaxation and letting go, um, can be really great with like yeah because you know that's a really hard time it can be a really hard time yeah. of day especially for kids they tend to just be very yeah. overstimulated and tired at that time you know especially between f- like the hours of four until dinner time can be really yeah. stressful especially with like multiple kids I found it can be really challenging so like how to shift from like the stressed out tired um, energy and just sh- like shift back home to yourself. Like how do you come home yeah. to yourself in that time to get through and to not lose yourself? That is the time of day that I, I can lose myself the easiest. Yes, definitely. And I think um, often – well, so this is one thing I've been thinking about too is that sometimes we do have things to do in the evening. So I'm going to use the example like Meadow is going to be – we've done swim lessons in the past and we're going to be starting swim lessons back up in the fall. And that can feel so hectic. Like we're picking her up from school. I'm going to this community center. You know, there's lots of people. We're like getting changed, putting bathing suits on, getting in the water. Now Aiden likes to go in the water, which means I'm also getting in the water. And so there's all these things and we're heading into – um, you know, fall and winter. And so the days are going to be getting shorter. And so it's going to be like dark when we're doing this sometimes. And so I was thinking about, okay, how can I embrace 
this activity that we have to do that's kind of falling in this after this 4 p.m. window and bring this like vibe of the portal of the West to it. And so I think I'm going to, you know, make it cozy and I can, I'm going to make myself a tea to drink on the way. The kids have been really into tea lately too, so they can have some tea. Um, I'm also going to make sure like, you know, all the snacks, but make sure that those snacks are like feeling like healthy and grounding and really yummy for them to have like before and after swim. Um, and then I'm going to bring their jammies and we're going to shower up there so that we don't have to come home and then do the whole bath time thing. And then bedtime's getting pushed back and it's feeling rushed and hectic. So I'm going to like bring their pajamas and not rush. I'm telling myself this as a reminder and like, like do our, do their showers there and like get them all cozy, cozy, cozy in pajamas and then like come home. So it's like, it's like the swim lesson will hopefully my intention is like be helping us come into this place versus the way I've approached it in the past, which is like this super hectic like thing we have to do and rush and get done. And then it's like totally in conflict with the portal of the West and the sunset time. So I've been thinking about ways that we can kind of approach – sometimes we have activities that we need to do in the evenings or we're busy in the evenings, but what little rituals or tricks or herbs or teas or anything like that can we bring into that time to help us connect to that letting go that relaxation, even when we have things we have to get done. I love that. That really um, coincides too with the Ayurvedic perspective, which that that doesn't really start. The kapha time starts at six to 10, but it's still like going into that time period Mm -hmm. that is like a really cozy, slow, grounded, it's earth and water. So that's a really cozy time. And I feel like you're uh, putting all of those qualities into your intentions for that time. I was uh, I saw this video from Casey Davies. I love her. She's a mom, and she just shares a lot of tips for um, parenting that are just amazing. I, I find everything she shares is so awesome. Um, she shared this tip of of her kids picking up her kids. Um, from school with like a whole meal, like a whole mm. little um, lunchbox full of food because they've just had such a long day. They could be hungry, like maybe they didn't eat well at school. Yeah, and then this is just so sweet when she when they come home, she's built these little kind of forts out of like nuggets or whatever you know those things that you can build a fort with. But just this little enclosure. I think her kids are a little older, but it's almost like a little fort for them to go into and kind of decompress. Wow. From school, I feel like Meadow might like something like that. Her she own love that. little area, and then what? So she can get dinner ready and things while she's kind of like exploring her own little thing. It's just like so cozy. I don't know. I really liked it. That's so cozy. Cozy is such a good word for this time. You just like how can we make this time cozier, even when we have things to do? Like how can we connect to that like cozy, cozy vibe? Yeah. Um, and then obviously for cozy, it's going to be easier to shift into sleep. So, right, um, which is always the ultimate goal. Like, how can we sleep? So, right. yeah, I really love that. Yeah, and then so the hours from six to ten. Um, again, so in the Ayurvedic clock, it goes back around. So there's right. three different time periods, but then they reflect themselves again. Um, so there's 24 hours, and then they're each four. So you know, 12 hours of of the three of them, and then they go back around again. So then it starts with kapha again over 
uh, from 6, p- 6 p.m. to 10 p.m. And some suggestions from the Ayurvedic perspective are to take advantage of this heavy, dull, slow qualities of this time. So um, starting to slow down. I think that like spending quality time with your loved ones, starting with dinner yeah, is a really um, just cozy, you know, cozy love kind of vibe, which is kapha is uh, reminds me of like hugs. So when you were oh, saying yeah. they kaphas always give really good hugs. So when you were saying embracing this time, that's what it reminded me of just like really embracing this time. Um, and so if you could have dinner like two to three hours before bed, so you can really digest it. So that's usually, you know, before a little bit before sunset, right? It's, it's that time. So the earlier, the better for dinner. Um, and then you can really digest your food and then to, uh, just really start to shut down devices. I know we talked about this last time. I'm still working on that. But if you do do that, then it gives you time to spend quality time with your loved ones too. Like especially like your partner, if you have a partner and if you, if you have kids, like that's your time to kind of connect. Um, and then let's see. So yeah, the goal here with the kapha time period is to try to get to bed before 10 p.m. because at 10 p.m. it switches over into pitta again. Mm. And that's that sharp, fast, uh, transformative quality. And so sometimes if you push through your sleepiness and you're not asleep by then, then you get the second win. And that's that pitta action. And then your brain starts trying to go through your to-do list. What didn't I do today? Let's start planning tomorrow. Oh, do I need to go shopping? Let me go on Amazon and add something to my (laughs) my cart. And so it's really hard if you get into the second wind to fall back asleep after that because it's this like transformative um, quality, which really, if you're sleeping, is the best time for sleep. This 10 p.m. to 2 p.m. period is where you can really get your most sound sleep. And this is the time where your body kind of resets through all of your um, mental experiences throughout the day, your brain kind of processes all that experience and your body also processes all the food, all the water, everything that you've been taking in throughout the day. You really need to be asleep at that time in order for your organs and your spirit to feel refreshed in the morning because um, if you're just pushing through and you're not sleeping at that time, it's just kind of like you're burning um, at both ends of the candle. So, Oh my gosh, yes. Yeah. I have (laughs) have, (laughs) – I've had and times I know in- you're very fiery, like you have a lot of pitta in yeah. you. So that's like your natural tendency. So that's your easiest way to go out of balance. Yes, it is. And I have had a lot of points in like since becoming a mom where like just because I, I do have this flexible schedule with work where like I've used like 8 p.m. to 11 p.m. as working hours in right. my life. And so like right. – So I, I. that used to be my yes. time to work. 
same. And it's like, it's a little bit crazy making like that is, that is great when you have to do it and is also not sustainable long-term is what I Mm -hmm. found. Like Mm -hmm. there are times in our lives where we have to move a lot of fire. Like there just are, especially as moms. Like, and I think being aware of that and recognizing it and being able to tell yourself like, this is not permanent, Mm -hmm. (laughs) but this is something I need to do right now. And, and being aware, like this is really out of balance with like the rhythms of the day. And so how can I even care for myself even more to, to, because I'm doing these things. Um, right. But I know that feeling of if I stay up past 10 PM, then I like the fire comes in and I'm like, great. I'm just going to be productive all night long. It's fine. Right. I don't need to sleep. Who needs right. sleep? I'm going to – this – I did it too around – It's so fun to be awake and do things. I – it's <laughs> I, it happens. It's like a, a switch in it. So I'm really working on like getting all my stuff done before I get the kids to bed. Yeah. And then if I'm like – I and then just going to sleep. Just go to sleep. Just yeah. Just go to sleep. But um, I – same thing I just remembered like around Christmas time. Like – Oh, don't even talk to me about Christmas time. The elfing <laughs> that happens – is After so dreadful trying to do trying to sew things in like no light i just like <laughs> my hands like, like shaking cause, like, <laughs> like trying to make things and i'm so tired yes <laughs> exactly like wrapping presents and i'm like next to the bed john and Aiden are like, this was last year like sleeping in the bed and, and i'm cutting wrapping paper like <laughs> Like, you know, trying not to wake them up. (laughs) And I'm, like, listening to, like, Phoebe Bridgers, like, cutting, like, wrapping paper, wrapping things. It's, like, 11 at night. I'm, like, this is the best time to be productive. Just, like, delirious. Yeah. Yeah. But, anyways, sometimes those things need to happen. That being said. Yeah. In the middle of the day, also, 10 p.m. is kind of that, like, cutoff time where at 10 – from 10 p.m. to 4 a.m., we enter the north. We're in the north, the portal of the north. Which is um, related to the Earth, winter, the crone archetype, and the dark moon. So, like, everything about, like, going within and sleeping and being in the dark. Um, And so we talked about sleep a lot in our sleep hygiene episode. And so if you want to go back, we have some really good tips in there. But I did just want to share just that – like the medicine of the north and the medicine of this portal is to really get like regenerative sleep. And I have to – I have um actually a mantra that I, that I often come back to because I tend to want to be productive at all hours of the day that I tell myself that sleep is sacred and sleep is spiritual mm. because sometimes like I forget. Right. <laughs> and I just want to keep doing, doing, doing. And if I remind myself that like how sacred sleep is and that like – like I don't need to stay up doing like productivity or spiritual practices. Like sleep is – it is productive. It's so regenerative. It's so sacred. It is a spiritual practice to be getting that sleep and, and um, you know, getting into those sleep brain waves and really restoring yourself in that way. And then all the health benefits, obviously, of sleep. Um, so – the electronics are just so huge. I know we touched on it briefly in the sleep hygiene, but it's just been top of mind for me because the difference, nothing can rev me back up than looking at my phone at 10 p.m. I mean, right. it's just instant. And then I'm doing, doing, doing instead of sleeping. So that's just a really, really big one I just wanted to remind us of again. And then just letting yourself sleep. <laughs> that's my biggest right. thing is just to really allow myself, it's okay to go to sleep. 
Yeah. And something else um, is that you can, even at that 4 p.m. period, you can have a little ritual drink and you can also have that before bed. I know in our yes. sleep episode, I talked about like a tea or a magnesium drink, but I think I'm going to start back to my golden milk. Yes. So if any of, if anyone hasn't had that before, it's just um, like a spiced milk that you can warm over a saucepan and even kind of that slow act of taking a wooden spoon and kind of warming the milk up. I feel like that already starts the process of just grounding into sleepy time. Yeah. And you can put some spices in there. Turmeric is why it's mm-hmm. called golden because it it makes this beautiful, just golden color. So a little bit of black pepper in there, some cinnamon, nutmeg. I mean, you can't really go wrong with, the, with those spices. Ginger. Mm-hmm. And then just drink – oh, and ghee. So if you yeah. add the ghee in there, that is just – it, it promotes all those heavy qualities to just really help you ground from the day, especially if you've been stressed out. You know, it helps to soothe the nervous system. And yeah, and oh, I just wanted to mention too, the periods of two, the period of two to six a.m. We we touched on this a little bit in the uh, morning episode, but that is Vata, and so you can tell. I think a lot of people uh, wake up at that time. Yeah, like if you're if you're if you're imbalanced in your Vata, then you can wake up at that two a.m. time, and it's like impossible to fall asleep. It's because then the that's why it's so important to get that sleep from 10 to 2 because then from the 2 to 6 period it's where your sleep starts to get a little lighter that's when i have like crazy dreams so my sleep is really just <laughs> it feels imbalanced i don't know i've been having some wild dreams and those dreams usually happen like right before i wake up yeah and in that time period and so also the things you do from like 6 to 10 p.m. they can also help help you to sleep through this time. So if you're finding right. you're waking up at this 2 to 4 a.m. time before you want to wake up, then you might want to look at your day and and think, okay, where where what do I need to work on here? How can oh, I slow yes. and ground more? Yeah. I feel that so much too even with cuz my kids are still waking at night and so Meadow is older, so only every once in a while, but she still does every once in a while need, you know, somebody to come in and lay with her. And then Aiden um, is still waking a little bit during the night. And I find that the way that I approach sleep, especially with the electronics, um, and if I push past that 10 p.m. time. So like if I have really good sleep hygiene and I've like nourished myself and I've gotten myself to bed before 10 p.m. and I've, you know, put the phone away and I've done all those things, then if my kids wake up in in the night, I fall right back to sleep. Yeah. If I stay up past 11, I'm on my phone, I'm like doing, 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 I'm in that more like trying to be productive in the middle of the night, whatever. And then I obviously, if I just fall asleep and then I wake up, then I can't fall back to sleep. Yeah, and and so it's like have even less sleep. And I hate the feeling of looking at the time and being like, "This is how much the sum of my hours of sleep tonight (laughs) is terrible." (laughs) Yes. So, so it all it's all so connected, and 
and as we've mentioned previously, but like sleep hygiene starts in the morning. So just kind of like carrying that forward. And one thing I was actually thinking about, I really want to do for myself because I do, since I do have, you know, kids that are still waking at night and then sometimes, you know, even I'll wake up at night and not be able to fall back asleep. Like you said, in that like two to four window, mm-hmm. um, I really want to make a a tincture for myself that I can take if I wake oh, up in the middle of the night smart. to help me get back to sleep. And Skullcap came to mind, um, which has, was an ally for me previously and I haven't worked with in so long mm-hmm. because I tend to have like racing thoughts if I wake up. And so um, – and it just like quiets my mind. And so I really want to – I'm going to think I'm going to make myself like a um, glycerite of – skull cap to have by my bedside. So if I wake up and I'm having racing thoughts, like then I don't even have to get up and make a tea. Like obviously that's just going to wake me back up. Right. Um, I can just take a tincture and I'll just be like, just my mind, it quiets my mind so nice. So that just came to me in the middle of the night the other day when I couldn't sleep. That's really, (laughs) in the middle of the night. That's really smart. (laughs) Yeah. I I even, some people do things like they leave their phone out of the bedroom and you know what? I don't have... I don't even have an alarm clock. I use my phone. So I think even just – I think I'm going to get a clock where I can see at night what time it is because I do need to know what time it is because my kids don't they, – they wake up too. And yeah. so I kind of need to know what time it is just for my own sanity Yeah. Um, and for when I have to wake up. So getting a clock that you don't need your phone – Exactly. And then you could even like lock your phone in a cabinet outside of the room. Like every okay, it's time to put your phones away, everybody, and especially people with, you know, kids that are older, I feel like that could be helpful too. Everyone puts their devices away and everyone will sleep better for it. Yes. Well, we made it through the wheel of the day. We did it. This uh, is so this is- so fun. This was really fun and it was so cool to kind of like dive back into these practices and remind myself of them and let's keep everybody updated. We'll just let you know how it's going in our own lives and we would love to hear from you how you're kind of incorporating different practices to help you connect to the different portals throughout the day and yeah, this has been so fun. So fun. And keep us updated on if you're trying anything or if you have any questions, you can always reach out to us on our Instagram at hearth.2.hearth and find us there. And we'll see you next week. Talk to you soon. Talk to you soon. Thank you for listening to Hearth to Hearth. It brings us such joy to share these warm-hearted conversations with you. We would be so grateful if you could take a moment to follow, rate, review, and share Hearth to Hearth with a friend. We also want to say a huge thank you to Eavesdrop for our theme music, their amazing song, Alive, and to Daniel Vengrove of Gray Street Photography for our gorgeous cover photo. And remember, you are whole, you are enough. We love you. Talk to you soon.